Actually, I think um might be having issue with the audio. Oh, I think uh our jingle didn't work. I'm a little frustrated. I heard it. Oh, you heard it? I didn't yeah. hear it. Weird. Okay. Well, you know what? That's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome <laughs> back to Speculator Mill episode 42. I'm having technical issues, so don't worry about me. And it's, I'm your host, Keith Mitchell. And on to the right or left, if you look at the screen the other way, is Rob. He's over there. Yeah, he's over there. I'm over What's up, Rob? here. Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, So really quick, guys. Um, Sorry about the late show. Had some stuff taken yesterday. So we're doing it today because we didn't want to miss out on giving you guys another show. Um, there is no Carl today. He's probably off in Australia yelling at somebody. He'll be back. Getting punched by a uh, kangaroo or something. Or that, or hitting people or, you know. Fighting you know, crocs. What, you know, what Australians do. Australian um, stuff. Diego was no longer part of the show. Uh, he left for greener pastures or another location. So we wish him nothing but success and luck there. It's sad that he won't be on the show anymore. But show must go on. Um. We will have one more show after this one, and then we're going to go on break for the holiday season because we've got Christmas coming up, New Year's coming up. People want to hang out with their family. They want to play games, and we are not going to stop people from doing that. So, yeah, only this show and next week's show, and then that's it. But next week's show should be cool because we got the Game Wars show, which is Thursday. So there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff coming out of that. Uh, That said, if you're new to the show or if you're not, every time we start off Spectator Mode, we talk about the games that we've been playing and since it's just me and Rob, Rob, go for it. You get to go first, buddy. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. This is probably pretty much just one. Uh, Master Chief Collection just finally started coming out on PC, so I've been playing Halo Reach a lot. I love that game. I loved it when it came out on 360. I played the crap out of it. Halo 3 is my favorite game of all time. Um, so playing Reach in general has just been amazing. It's so nostalgic. It looks and feels exactly the same, except now I can play on a better controller essentially keyboard and mouse so much better um but it's just it's nearly perfect i mean there are some issues here and there that i don't particularly care about aside from a few things but um, like an audio mix yeah the audio mix is (laughs) it's like to me it's just a weird thing like i i don't find it a big deal um the only other thing i don't like there's just this tiny little bug that they still haven't fixed yet is that um you have to fully stop moving in order to crouch and then move again, which was never really a thing in on the controller version, at least from what I remember. Because even if you were to stop moving forward for a second, you could press crouch, you'd start crouching, and you could continue moving. You wouldn't have to release the stick and then do it. Uh, so that's the only weird thing for it for me. It's just like this gripe that I have with it. It's just very odd. Like I, I feel like I shouldn't have to do that. But anyway, aside from that, like I feel like the game is has been done very well. I'm about like halfway through playing through the story again. Um I'm doing heroic by myself for now and then doing a legendary playthrough with a couple friends of mine. Oh so. man, you're bold. I've never yeah. tried legendary. I don't know if I want to do oh, that. Oh my god, legendary is so much fun. I when I was younger I had a like uh, a challenging but fun time playing through Halo 3 Legendary by myself. And uh, I, I like challenge to some extent. Like, I'm not, like, masochistic, but, like, I, I didn't put any skulls on or anything like that. But, like, I I love just playing through because the challenge is just a lot of fun. Like, it, it's fun getting frustrated at certain moments and stuff. Like, and say I, like, go back to multiplayer and then pick it up later if I get mad or something. But it's just, I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. So I'm doing that again soon. Um, but, uh, just been doing that, playing the multiplayer too. Uh, it's good to play Griff ball again. I love Griff ball. Um, but you know, playing like all the other, other modes and stuff has been great as well. Um, and it, it just feels great. Like I haven't, other than like the few issues that have been mentioned, um, I've had like zero technical issues. I've never had the game crash. It's always run at a, like a 60. I'm running it on the enhanced graphics settings. I heard that it, it, well, I should say I heard it does run well. Um, you hadn't had any issues, but I know when I tried to play it first time, I had issues because I upgraded to the new NVIDIA drivers, which oh. they said, hey, this works for this game and upgraded to these drivers and upgraded it. It was nothing but crashes. The second I uninstalled those drivers, I was fine. So huh. it's a stable port. It definitely is. I mean, yeah. Is it really a port? Because they did so much work to it. I wouldn't even call it a port anymore. Yeah, it's it's a little more than a port, not necessarily a remaster. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think they definitely put a lot of heart and soul into to making it work. And um, other than the very few issues that, are, that it's had, I think they did a good job. Oh, the only other gripe I had with it was that the keyboard bindings only gives you one option. Whereas a lot of new games now, you know, you have two options. Yeah, you can put it yeah. on this or that um, if you like to use both or whatever. That's the only other thing I didn't like is like sometimes like I'd be like, oh, OK, well, it's just weird because like I map things to like my thumb buttons. But I also use like shift or control like if I want to crouch or something or if I want to melee. Um, so it was a little weird, but I mean, not a huge deal because if you just get used to one, then you can do it and it's fine. But. But yeah, other than that, it's been great. I love it. I'm so happy to be back playing Halo. It's been so long. Is that the only game you played this week? Um, pretty much, yeah. The only thing I have coming up is Life is Strange because I have to actually go through and get up to episode yeah. five because I was going to do that review. Um, but I haven't even like gotten through like the rest of the episodes. I only did the first one. So I, I want to like find a good time to just kind of go through it all because I feel like I'll have – the perfect consensus to do like a full review of the season. We got the holiday thing. man coming up. Fairly yeah. Soon. Yep. And yeah, uh, I'm excited for that too. Cause I actually like life is strange as, as kooky and kind of horribly written as it is. It can, it, it has, it's it has a lot of charm and I enjoy it a lot. Cause it's just very like angsty teenager stuff. And like, to some extent I, I like those stories a lot cause they're, they're just fun, you know, and they, they hit on some good emotional, you know? Yeah. I played, aspects. I played the first two. And I really enjoyed them. The first one, it caught me out of nowhere. I've never played any of the Life is Strange games. My daughter has, but I never played them. Mm-hmm. And when I played, it's like, wow, this is, uh, wow. They talk about a lot of real world stuff and a lot of politics and stuff that's happening in the world. And I was like, wow, this is, this is a game. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then I played episode yeah. two, and I was like, okay, this is cool. My dude Brody, I loved him in episode two. Loved mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I need, I guy. need. The, <laughs> I, but I stopped playing it. I was like, you know what? I want to wait till all the games come out. So yeah, I can yeah. just follow it. So yeah, that's something I'll I'll be playing uh this upcoming holiday. Mm-hmm. I've got almost two weeks to play games, so fingers crossed my family leaves me alone and I can actually do that. Who knows? Oh yeah. Um, and since it's my turn, um honestly, I've only been playing MechWarrior, MechWarrior 5, because I have a review that'll be coming out this December 10th, which is upcoming Tuesday, which is the same time the embargoes drop. So look for that on the odd haven. Um I played a little bit of Halo Master Chief Edition Reach. Uh, I stopped playing it because of the audio mix. I like I was telling Rob before. I I love my audio, and the second I started playing, I was like, "Wow, there's really something wrong with this mix." Three Four Three Studios or Industries knows about it. They said they're trying to rectify that issue, so I'm going to leave that game alone for now. Uh, there was a um, developer stream for Destiny Two. Which is the game I played the crap ton of before. Uh, before I have not touched it in two weeks, almost three now. Oh, so yeah, no, right? Surprising break, <laughs> purging yourself. I, I, of I did everything that they need to be done um, in the season. I, I get to like 103 and I stopped. I couldn't find anybody to do the raids with. I couldn't find anybody to do the dungeon. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a break for now. I'm gonna wait till the new season comes out, which is the 10th. Which is interesting because yeah, really soon. Yeah. Saint Fourteen was coming. We get to bring Saint Fourteen back, which is I read a lot of lore about that guy. So that's going to be awesome. Um, and I'll probably be back on my Destiny Two grind when that comes out. Uh, outside of that, no, I haven't been playing much of anything. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting until the holidays come, and then I'm off the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I'm off from the twenty fourth up into the first of January. Good. So. I hopefully I'm going to be doing nothing but playing games. We'll see. I doubt it's going to happen. I'm going to be like <laughs> stuck in the house with my kids and the wife, and they're probably going to want me to do stuff. So probably not playing as much games as I want, but that's the goal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got all this time. I'm hoping to get through all these games. I need to finish. I got to finish Fallen Order. I'm going to hopefully finish Death Stranding. Oh man, you haven't finished Fallen Order? Oh, you got nah, man. I'm I'm pretty. I've made some good progress though, so I'll probably be hopping into it soon. Um. And I've, I've been having a great time with it. Don't get me wrong. I just I haven't had the time to finish it. I've just been like playing a lot of Halo and other stuff. And I wish the game was longer. I really wish it was longer, man. Yeah. I wish it was longer. Yeah. All right, guys. So we already talked about that. There's a couple of topics we're going to talk about, which include the PlayStation, PlayStation five, PlayStation five pro the Xbox Lockhart and state of play, which was announced a couple of days ago for, 
this upcoming Tuesday, which is the 10th. So let's talk about that. So a lot of people speculated that Sony was going to do some kind of announcement or a last-ditch state of play before the year was over. And sure enough, they did. We've got one coming up December 10th. I think it's in the morning, isn't it? Or or am I wrong? When is this one coming out? Yep, uh, 9 a.m. Which is uh, pretty damn early. Yeah. And what's interesting is they said it's going to be 20, 20 plus minutes of games, new announcements, and trailers, which is cool because if you've been paying, paying attention to the Resident Evil 3 remake rumors and um, Jeff Keighley saying, hey, no, there's no Resident Evil 3 going to be at the Game Awards show. Sorry, guys. You guys are all out of luck. And then all of a sudden, PlayStation says, oh, we got this really cool show coming up this week or next week. You should check it out. And it also coincides with the fact that those PlayStation, oh, I'm sorry, back up, the Resident Evil 3 co- uh, cover art or covers were found on the PlayStation network servers for Resident Evil, Resident Evil 3, Biohazard 3, and what's the other one? Biohazard, Biohazard 3 Zero or something, a special edition of the game. Oh, which yeah. Is, which is uh, three different cover arts. And it's it's found on Sony servers. So what add those two together and it's like, all right, so maybe yeah. we're going to get some Resident Evil news from this day to play, which would be great because this is easily one of Capcom's worst kept uh announcements. People keep saying, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're working on the game. You're a game that says, Hey, yeah, they're working on this game. A bunch of other people came out and said, Hey, they're working on this game. So I think it's about time for Capcom to come out and say, Yes, we are working on Resident Evil 3. Yes, you guys are going to see it. March next year? Would that be crazy? Oh man, put it right in between everything else. You know how many I... games are coming out in March 2020? That, that's recap. I mean, I saw somebody say that and they were like, please don't let it come out in March 2020. Well, let's just look oh, at this man. list right quick. Hang on. I'm sorry for the clickety clack of the keyboard if you can hear it. <laughs> this mic picks up everything, unfortunately. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Neo 2. My Heroes One Justice. That's not going to be a big deal. Well, yeah, that's that's the niche. So, Animal yeah, Crossing yeah. New Horizons. That's going to be big. Yeah. Uh, Half Life Alex. That's big. Didn't Doom Eternal? Is it still coming out March? Did it get pushed back further? I don't remember. I think it's March twentieth. Still, I don't okay. know. I don't think they pushed it back any further. So okay, so those are some big announcements. For March 2020. Can you imagine if Capcom does say Resident Evil 3 is a thing? And yes, it is coming out in March 2020. I mean, I can't see it, but if they did, wow, that's that's gonna be crazy. I yeah, hope they, they don't do that. Yeah, they would have a lot of competition. And I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that would they could still do it, and I'm sure they would do fine, but I feel like that's just not a good look because there's too many things kind of coming out around that same time. I mean, not even necessarily yeah. in just March alone, like even mid April, we have cyberpunk coming out. Oh um, my God. You know, we have not been really talking about cyberpunk here, at Haven, but, but expect that to change a lot or change soon because we don't, we don't have access to the game. So it's kind of really hard to talk about it when everybody else has been talking the game to death, but oh yeah, yeah, I, 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 I cannot wait to play that well, game. Well, they haven't had any active demos for it, right? Nobody has actually gone in and played it, really. I think they've only had shown demos so far, or like I guided think, ones. I think some people did have access to it, but I think, yeah, they were only guided demos. Yeah. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. I'm excited for it, though. I, I cannot wait for that game. It's going to be I a lot hope of it's, I hope it's at um, PAX East next year. Oh man, one could hope, huh? I mean, oh, we 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 need to register for that. You said you wanted to go as well, right? Yeah, yeah. That that was the only thing I was waiting for the uh, the, yeah. the letter or whatever. I'll get that to um, you. I'll get that to you tomorrow. Yeah, we we need okay, to. Um, cool. We need to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I believe Cyberpunk PAX East is going to be the last big show before Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven comes out. Actually, yeah. So I expect them to go all out. I also expect that to be the case that it's going to be held to try and get access to that game. Yeah. So, but I mean yeah. that that's the one place to have one more playable demo before it's actually out. So yeah, it wouldn't yeah, surprise definitely, me if definitely. they open up to well. All right. Uh, so you know, PlayStation or State of PlayStation, State of Play announcements. What do you want to see announced at this show? We're at this well, stream. It's twenty minutes. Maybe yeah. Longer. So 
it can't be too too long. I feel like we're gonna have the brunt of that being taken over by uh, Resident Evil Three because you know the the leak came from PlayStation. It's almost like a dead yeah. giveaway, right? So like that that that's got to be for sure there. I mean, unless it's some kind of weird mix up. But um, other than that, I don't think we're gonna see the Last of Us Part Two. We already got that the last day to play, right? So we got a little bit uh, from there. I feel like we're not gonna get too much about that. Um, if anything, we might get another like character trailer. But other than that, probably not much. We might hear from Ghost of Tsushima again. Maybe not. I hope so. I really hope they do because that game has been in limbo. They they need to talk yeah, about nothing. <laughs> they need to talk about uh, The Last of Us Part Two. They need to say, "Hey, we know we delayed it. We're still working on it. It's in great shape. Don't worry about it. Just just mention it very briefly and move on." Ghost of Tsunami. What the hell is going on? You were hiring for new people. The game got delayed. You haven't said anything about it. People are still speculating. Is it going to be PlayStation 4 anymore to move to PlayStation 5? What's going on with this game? We need to know. Please. Yeah. I feel like we'll get an update about that for sure. We'll have to get something. Um, I imagine we'll get another 7 remake trailer in some fashion. I mean. Probably. I'm so tired of the trailers now. Just just release the game. Just stop. (laughs) Just release the game because at this point. Or give us that demo that was at um, what was the, what, the, what the last game show they had? There was a demo they said. Just give us the demo. Yeah. Well, they did one for fifteen, so it wouldn't surprise me now at this point that they actually created a demo prior to it releasing because it was like you know there weren't very many. I mean, the last like demo for a PlayStation game may have been on a demo disc on PS2. Like they didn't do demos for PlayStation ga- or Final Fantasy games. After that, 15 was the last one that they did, and that was pretty recent. So I imagine we'll get one probably. And It'd be nice. It comes out right at the beginning of March, so it's not yeah, far it's away. Nice. This this would be the perfect thing, right? Give us a demo of Final Fantasy VII Remake going into the holidays and yeah. have everybody hyped. Going from December to January. And then everybody will be like, all right, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. And then when March comes along, it just prints money. Yeah. Do it. Uh, Do it. I want to see when I'm going to look it up, but I want to see when the demo for Final Fantasy 15 came out because I think it was like a month, a couple months prior because it came out with a the re-release of Type Zero, um, which was like the 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 PSP game that they made. They they did a remaster on PS4 and it came with the 15 demo, Um, and I want to say that was like a few months before. So we could get we could even get a demo as early as the end of this year, which. Would be great. That'd be nice. Uh, you but, know, also, I think we might see, we might hear about. There's been some rumors, some rumbling about uh, Minecraft Bedrock Edition finally coming to the PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah. So that, that would be interesting because that way, if that happens, because Sony is the last one holding out for everybody to play Minecraft. If Bedrock comes out for PlayStation Four, and should be crossplay. It yeah. would have to be crossplay, right? Yeah. Because if they didn't, they would just, they would just get yelled at until they did make a crossplay. Um, yeah, I mean they've they've been the only ones who have been holding out on that, right? So like, mm-hmm. it, it would just only make sense for them. And I mean, I, I feel like that would just be another great step until looking into the next PlayStation and Xbox altogether. Like we're gonna have a lot more crossplay in the future. Because somebody it, posted a image. Of course, these could be fake of the PlayStation Four. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll send you the actual link. Take a look at it yourself. You tell me if you think it's fake, and I'll paste it in in the chat for everybody to check out as well. Take a look at that. What do you think with that? Let's see. Because it shows a box of a PlayStation Four box with Minecraft, and again, that could be fake. But look at the back of it. It shows the Xbox Studios, the Mojang. There is not one right now that has that. Again, that, that could be fake. So we don't know. We really don't know. Sony hasn't said anything. Microsoft mm. hasn't said anything. Yeah, I mean, it could be true. I feel like the back of it looks so like... Fake, right? It does, yeah, right? Like just little effort. I don't know. I feel like that's... It would be interesting <laughs> if it is. It would be really interesting if it is. And if... Barack does come to the PlayStation 4. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be the last one. That would be the last one. I think it would be a good move. I mean, I, I won't necessarily say that that leak right there is true, but that would that would be a great move. I mean, it's only like, it would only boost their 
their positivity in terms of crossplay just in general because i mean people have been harking on them for a while they're only just now kind of mm -hmm. started this year like making things easier for people to play with one another we started with fortnite we got call of duty now um this would only make sense there's no reason like. for nobody to not to not be on board with crossplay at this point again this is the next evolution of gaming it needs to happen it needs to be a thing sony needs to stop holding out because yeah <laughs> it sells it sells games it does. And it's just like such a weird argument for like people who are like, oh, it should be exclusive. Like, why wouldn't I buy this console if I didn't feel faithful to PlayStation Rights or whatever? Like, it just, uh, the arguments don't make sense against no, it. No, it, it never makes sense. If you have a PlayStation and I have an Xbox and I want to play Minecraft with you, or you want to play Minecraft with me, and I have a copy, you're going to say, you know what? I want to play with my friend. I'm going to go buy a copy of the PlayStation version versus, you know what? Screw PlayStation. I'm going to go buy an Xbox to play it. You just lost yeah. the, money. the money on another console. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I don't understand that logic. Yeah. And that goes into the whole exclusivity thing too, which people have been arguing about for years. And like, you know, games like that, it just makes sense for it to be crossplay. Whereas like other games, you know, like Uncharted, like, you know, Gears of War, like I, I get it to some extent, you know, everybody has to have their big hitters in their own right, that's going right. to sell their console. But like, you know, games like that where it's like, it's just like such a trendsetter, such like a, like an icon, you know, as compared to other games that are like specific to certain audiences, like everybody plays Minecraft. Everybody has played Minecraft. Everybody plays Fortnite. Everybody has played Fortnite. It only makes sense, you know? It would just be another great step. And I wouldn't be surprised, and I think it will happen, so. And let me say, let me say, I really think that we are getting very close to the point where these consoles will not have these big exclusives anymore. I think we're getting to the point where that is running out. Yeah, I'm not. It's not to say that they're going to be gone. Like Nintendo's not going to say, you know what, Mario will be on every platform. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, <laughs> it's getting to the point where these exclusives won't be the sole reason people pick up these consoles anymore. It's going to be convenience, and yeah, exclusives are going to play a part, but not as you as you as we go on through the years. Yes, PlayStation has a lot of games that are exclusive to PlayStation, but. It's not like it was back in the day where this game was only on Nintendo and that was it. You could never get anywhere else. Yeah. Or Sonic was only on Genesis, Sega. And now Sonic's everywhere. And we're seeing more games just being crossed over the platform. Maybe Mario might come to another platform. Who knows? Maybe yeah. Uncharted will come to another platform. Who knows? Like the, the other the other rumor is uh Horizon Zero Dawn coming to the PC. Cause they, they said they wanted to come to the PC, but it's not their call. Yeah, That'd yeah be that, awesome. would, that would make sense. You know, because I imagine they're exclusive for probably the whole life cycle of the console in general. Right, at least, right. at, at least that. You know, um, uh, maybe in the future, maybe if the once the next console generation comes around, they just port it over to PC. That would be pretty cool. It'd be interesting. Um, I I will say though that like Xbox has definitely taken like the the charge on kind of making everything available to everyone. I mean, they've been doing their play anywhere initiative, putting everything on PC. Um, they're going to have it on X cloud too, um, which is just great. They've been taking such great steps before everybody else on this matter. And maybe that can kind of points towards their, uh, you know, supposed failure, this console generation. Oh yeah. Come on. I, and yeah. so, you know, I mean, you can, you can obviously like connect the dots in some cases there. Um, but it's just like such a good step. Like it's it's given them such good faith. Like they're even if you didn't buy an Xbox One this console generation, like I did, I've been seeing it. What Xbox has been doing? Like I own a PC too, so that you know that factors in as well. But like you know, it's just it's just so good. Like they they're just making such good moves, and I feel like they're putting themselves in such a great spot for yeah. the next generation that they they could easily be the winner next generation moving forward. You know I I could see it. I, I don't want to be the one to call out who's going to win next generation because you'll get a lot of flack for that. Yeah. Um, and, and the <laughs> fact that Sony is not going to relinquish that spot. That's just not going to happen. Sony's like, you know what? We earned this. We got here. We're not going to drop the ball. But Microsoft, Xbox, they're hungry. They are very hungry. They've made a lot of changes. They realized that they were not going to win this generation of consoles. And, um, Xbox Game Pass, yes, has was born out of desperation. It was born out of the fact that we are losing and we need a resurgence. Had that had that not been the case, no, we would not have seen this. We would not have seen all these games on PC. We would have not seen uh, the big push of backwards compatibility. No, we would have not seen any of that. So I don't want to say I'm glad that they got their asses kicked, uh, but at least something good came out of it. Going yeah. into the next generation, mm-mm. 
Microsoft's not going to play any games. They've got rid of the dead weight. You know, Phil Spencer is running the show. He's been making big strides, even though he did screw up when he said uh, control was coming to Xbox Game Pass, and it's not really coming. At least that's what Remedy said. Uh, yeah. yeah, Xbox is, is going to play hard with the next generation. Yeah, we'll have to and, see. I mean, Sony's dropped the ball before. Yeah, they have. It, again, you never know. <laughs> I don't think they will, honestly. I mean, I think it'll just be kind of like so competitive. The two of them will be very similar next this generation. This is going to be like the return of when Nintendo and Sega went head-to-head, back and forth, back and forth. Those were the best days for gamers because they went hard. We had all these great uh, Yeah, they were trying to one-up each other the whole time. Yeah, they had all these great games, and it was amazing. It was great. A lot of people don't remember that time because they weren't around that time, a lot of the younger gamers. But uh, that was – I don't want to say it was a going age for gaming, but it was a good time for gamers. And I think this next generation of gaming is going to be a return to that. Neither Sony or Microsoft is going to want to give up. It's going to be yeah. good for us. And hopefully that oh, also yeah. means that their consoles are going to be cheap. Because can't so. nobody afford four hundred ninety nine dollar, five hundred dollar consoles? Oh man! Yeah, Sh- shout out to Sony when they released the PS three. <laughs> that was uh, ooh, hey man, money. PlayStation four might have been that much. They let they let uh, Microsoft go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mm. true. I don't know. I'm excited. Different. I, I want to see what Xbox's exclusives look like. I mean, new exclusives. Because think about how many studios they picked up in so like I know, in right? The past few years, like and they could be coming out thing. with some really big things that are exclusive to that platform. I um, am looking forward to uh, God, what is the name of the one the their main studio that they put together? Where it has, it has the talent from everybody so far? They'll become like this giant conglomerate. They're they're picking up everybody. What is the name of that? Is that studio? just Xbox Game Studios? Well, Xbox Game Studio is the umbrella, but there are different studios under it. What is the name oh, of that studio? Um, they picked up so many different people now. Okay, so while we're looking that up, 343, we've, they've got the Asia Empires, which is their studio, Coalition, Gears of War, Compulsion Games, Double Fine, and not too sure about Double Fine. Ninja Theory is going to do great stuff. Minecraft, obviously, and Exile, the, Ignit- the initiative, the initiative. That's who it is. They've got yeah. all these people yep. there now, and they haven't been saying anything. They're just saying we're working on this game and we're working on it quietly. And it's like you've got people that worked on Uncharted and God of War, and yeah, it's uh, oh, yeah. They they have uh, someone from Crystal Dynamics too. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of stuff. They've yeah, got a lot of people on that team. So it, it's going to be interesting to find out what eventually they're coming out with. But I guarantee we won't see it until the new Xbox comes out. Oh, yeah. Not for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, though. You know, and uh, that's, that's actually a, a good segue right there. So let's let's go talk about Xbox. So back in beginning of 2019, there were rumblings that. Microsoft was working on two different SKUs under the Xbox Scarlet family umbrella, you want to say? It yeah. was Anaconda, which was the big, beefy 4K, 60 frames per second kick-ass uh, gaming console. And then we had the Lockhart, which was a lower-end console that did what Anaconda did, just not as fast. Like like the whole Captain America and Falcon analogy. I do everything he does, just not as fast. <laughs> so... Maybe around June-ish, everybody was reporting that it got killed off. Microsoft wasn't working on it. It wasn't happening. And now a few weeks ago, apparently, it's back on again. Apparently, there has been something that Microsoft said or somebody took something out of proportion. I don't know. But everybody's reporting now that Lockhart is back on. So a lot of people are probably saying, okay, so what exactly is the Lockhart? Well, like the Anaconda, which you can replace Anaconda with Scarlet because everybody's saying Project Scarlet now. So I don't think anybody's calling it Anaconda anymore. Yeah, so and that's the only code name that they've expressed publicly too. And right, they've never right. said on stage Anaconda or Lockhart or anything like that. Um, and supposedly Scarlet is like the overall kind of catch-all term for both of them. Right, right. At least that's how everybody's putting it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm understanding after we, we did some checking out and it's like, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. So yeah. Lockhart... Um, has uh, Lockhart seems to have a different role. It will no longer do 4K. I don't think it ever was meant to do 4K, but it 
will do 1440p game, which is okay. This is interesting. Okay, the reason why I say that because 1440p is a resolution that is usually reserved for PC games, not because of necessity or because it just is, but in order to take advantage of 1440p in like your living room, you need a TV that supports 1440p. The thing with that is TVs only support 1080p or 4K. Yeah, there's no weird middle ground. There's like no that. middle ground. Yeah. I mean, if you're using a PC, you can force a custom resolution. Or if you're using a TV like Samsung's higher-end TVs, you can get a, uh, a variable refresh rate, which does 1440p. But it only works for FreeSync. There are no G-Sync TVs like you count the EFGs, the big format. Yeah, the big format gaming monitors. So I'm a little lost as to why people are saying Lockhart is 1440p unless it's going to take a 1440p uh, signal and, and downscale it or take 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 1080p and upscale it. Upscaling and downscaling or sampling will play a role in that, but it's really weird what people are reporting right now. Obviously, Microsoft hasn't confirmed anything, which obviously they wouldn't, but the question we're asking is, do you think Microsoft should do two different skills or should they leave it alone? I mean, so this kind of goes into like the whole like PS4, PS4 Pro thing too, in a way, because it's kind of like you find one and you kind of, this is like the everyday man's console. You're a gamer, so to speak, but you only play, you know, like stuff just as like a fun side thing. You're not necessarily an enthusiast. Like you're not the kind of person who's got the game, going to get the game on day one. You're going to wait for the sale or you're going to get it on Black Friday, you know, that kind of thing. And I mean, you know, we We've seen success with this kind of tiered approach before. People buy PS4 Pros. It's not like that was a failure. Um, people buy Xbox One X because that. I don't know about that. I mean, the thing is, they're giving options. I suppose. Yeah. I guess that's like you know, it's worth a shot, and I, it makes sense to some extent. And I feel like the 1440p thing is just kind of like an odd one-off. I feel like it's more kind of gearing towards this idea that they're. They're making it so that they have this good middle ground in place so that if you go to a 4K TV, um, it won't necessarily be like upscaled to the point where everything kind of looks a little weird or it just doesn't look right. Um, But it's also kind of making it so that they have enough room to play with development wise for just 1080p um, monitors or TVs in general so that people don't experience like, you know, a lesser experience on a small like a like a bigger TV or if you have a smaller TV, you know, it's, it's optimized better. I feel like that's more of the point rather than just, you know, specifically the resolution. I feel like they're just trying to make it so that they're in an area where they don't necessarily have to, um, I don't want to say make sacrifices, but like, you know, cut corners, I guess. I don't know. It just said, you know, that that's kind of my take on it. Um, But I mean, I think the tiered approach is good. I mean, we've kind of seen it. This console generation kind of showed up like mid to late, but it did happen. And if they are to come out swinging next generation with a tiered approach like that, then, you know, people will segment off like that. There will be people who are, who want the higher version because they want to play their games at the best possible resolution, frame rate, uh, best quality, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think it's a good idea. The problem I have with that, and you bring a good point, and something we're going to talk about, towards the end of the show is you know the playstation 4 pro and the xbox one x x4 the uh, playstation 4 pro came out because sony didn't want to lose gamers to the pc and then the xbox one x came out because microsoft microsoft's like you know what the s is not doing it it's underpowered it's not doing it we're we're in a generation we're in a new generation where perhaps maybe this is a time where a new console should have been unveiled but we don't really want to unveil a new console so we'll bring out a stopgap um I don't know if bringing out the Lockhart at the very beginning is a good idea. Uh, it, it just feels like it's in a weird place. From what I'm reading, it's supposed to rival the PlayStation 4 Pro and replace the Xbox One S, but still be below the Xbox One X. Hmm. I, 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 I don't know. That's just, just weird. I mean, the Xbox One X is in a perfect place where you don't need the Lockhart. That's just yeah. odd. Though. I don't think Lockhart is needed. I think they should just focus on Anaconda or Scarlet, as everybody's calling it now, and, and leave it at that. I don't think they need to focus on 
two SKUs and making one weak. Just come out with one that's almighty, prices aggressively, and call it a day. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's going to be, this one's not going to cost as much as this one. Okay, well, don't make it so expensive. Yeah. Done. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a very good point because it kind of brings up this whole question, and I'm sure it turns into, you know, this whole spiel, even if they market it successfully, you're still going to have this whole segmented audience and you're going to get to the point where people are going to start asking questions. What's the difference between these two? What's missing in the, in the smaller version compared to Anaconda? You know, like I, yeah, that is a very good point. And I I can imagine a lot of people would be like, uh, you know, I don't know why, why would I even bother with the the latest one? um, If I can get exactly what I need right here, or, you know, I'm confused. Why would I even want to buy this higher, higher end one? If I'm only getting this much more, you know, that kind of thing, people start weighing options. So yeah, that that makes a lot more sense too, actually. Um, I feel like from a marketing standpoint, it would be much easier to kind of come out swinging with one, but I, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense now that you bring that up. Um, and, and and you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to frustrate your audience because people that bought Xbox yeah. were already frustrated. Uh, at the same time, it it just it it's not feasible. It doesn't make any sense. If you buy Johnny the Lockhart and you buy, you know Jeff uh, the Scarlet, and then Johnny's like, well, my game doesn't play as good as, as Jeff's, but it's still a brand new console. Why is this the thing? Why is it like this, Daddy? I don't understand why this is like this. Just remove yeah. that. Just remove it. We don't need that. There's no reason to have that. Just leave it alone. Give us the latest and greatest big boy and call it a day. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Unless they're going to do the same thing that they did this generation where they release it later on, um, which I guess to some extent would make more sense if they had to do two. But um, yeah, no, I get what you're saying because then it would, it would create a lot more questions than, right. you know, kind of create more hype. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's they're they're trying to be if it's true they're trying to be too aggressive and flood the market and we we don't need that we don't need that we don't need to be confused they're not we also got to keep in mind that we're not really the casuals we follow this with the enthusiasts but what about the parents they're like oh this is new Xbox this is what he wanted no that that's not what he wanted he wanted this one so now you're screwed you have this one you can't get rid of this one and your kid is frustrated yeah and it's fine when it happens with games like that happens all the time with games you know dad i want the latest fifa the fifa 17 instead of 19 you know that kind of thing it makes it it, it, it's much more troubling when it's a whole console deal because obviously you know you're spending much more money uh your parents might get confused or they'll complain about it or just say like hey you know i I don't need to spend this much more money if i'm getting you the new console like what's the difference i can't tell i'm just gonna get you this one and can you imagine if you were doing it for like the holidays or a birthday you bought it you know, 20 days advance, 30 days advance, and you're, you're past the point where you can return it. And like, oh, nope, you're stuck with it now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we don't know. Microsoft, please don't do that. If that's something you're thinking about doing, don't do it. We don't want that. It's a or gamer, save it for later. If you yeah, have just to. Give, us, give us another Xbox One X. Don't give us a weaker system and a more powerful system. Just wait. Yeah. Um, good example of that is the rumors of there will be a PlayStation 5 Pro. Apparently there was an interview and with Game Informer and something was mentioned that perhaps there's going to be a PlayStation 5 Pro later on down the road. And I don't know how I feel about the stop gap, stop gap, stop gap consoles. I think we've gotten to a point now where they want to extend a generation by throwing another stop gap in there saying, hey, this console is at its end of its lifespan, but we're not going to focus efforts and give you a PlayStation 6. We're going to give you a PlayStation 5 Pro or the Xbox Scarlet X. Yeah. And I feel like we're kind of in this area where it's like, there's not, and I don't want to say there's not that much innovation between console generations anymore. Cause there certainly is. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like from the 360 to the Xbox one or the PlayStation three to the PlayStation four. Cause yeah. the 360 marked a, a giant change where TVs went from standard definition to high definition. Like that was a huge deal. Development changed a lot for a lot of games because of that reason. Um, the art, the architecture of like video game systems themselves, like the software had to change, you know, things like that. The, the, the newer Xbox ones that they were, or, xbox 360s that they released later on had they didn't have like the wi-fi card that you had to plug into anymore it came with the system like a bunch of different changes came during the last console generation so it made a lot of sense that it was not only longer but you know 
they're it it just they had like different like technologies changing so like rapidly all at once that it was like okay you know there's not going to be too many new consoles or stopgap consoles just because you know the technology is changing so fast why would they do that it, it wouldn't make sense because everything would be obsolete in a year that type of deal now i feel like we're getting to a spot where things are not plateauing but they're kind of steadying off to the point where you know there's incremental change that's happening and things are getting better but not as much as it used to be so i guess it, to some extent it makes sense to having these kinds of consoles just because there are minute differences that are coming out i mean it's the difference between hd and 4k like that's not as like insane compared to standard definition to high definition like there's a huge technological gap in between there and in terms of fidelity things like that like it you know, we went from like 480p to 1080p. Like that, that's huge. You know, when you right. compare it to the 4K, I mean, you could still look at that as huge too. But I, I feel like to some extent it's not that, you know, like far advanced um, compared to high definition just in general. So I, I don't know. I feel like it makes more sense for them to be doing this now um, just because shorter console generations, not too much like huge changes happening. Um, so I, I guess to some extent it makes sense. Um, but you know, it, it, if they come out of the gate swinging with two of them at once, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Cause even if like, say in the future, there's this new graphical technology that comes out that makes games look so much better, but Hey, this brand new, like high end console that you bought as soon as it was released is now obsolete because they're going to make another one or the new console generation is going to look way powerful. Like it, it wouldn't make sense there either. So I guess to some extent, yeah, I, I think they should just wait. Because then it would just, you know. Well, let me ask you this. What are you looking forward to in the new console generation? What do you want to see as far as uh, graphics? Do you want to see them focus on 1080p, 60 frames a second with all the details? Do you want them to focus on 4K, not 60 frames per second, but 30 frames per second? What are you looking for? Because I think that's going to play a big part. Because as you mentioned, we're not seeing the big leaps like we used to see because we we, we kind of have plateaued. Uh, yeah. We're not going to get we're not going to get a two thousand dollar PC and a five hundred dollar or less gaming console. No matter how much code to the metal we're getting, no matter how efficient the code is, we're not going to see that. So, what they're going to provide this generation is going to dictate what we see as a as a stopgap. Because maybe later on down the road, like the uh, Xbox One X is a perfect example, not the PlayStation Four Pro, because that was shit. I was completely and utterly frustrated with the PlayStation 4 Pro. They were yeah. garbage. Yeah. Uh, but when the Xbox One X came out, we started getting games, some games that were native uh, 4K, uh, 30 frames a second, some at six, uh, 60 frames a second. Forza Horizon 4, awesome. So damn good on the X. It was amazing. Uh, Shout out to Tomb Raider on the X, amazing. Red Dead Redemption 2 on the X, freaking amazing. And I wouldn't see more of that, but I think maybe they should focus on 1080p all the details we want to see with a rock steady 60 frames per second instead of this oh we're going to cap it at 60 but it may drop that's going to play a big part what do you think about yeah that? well my opinion is that i feel like we're getting to a point in graphical fidelity that like texture quality is getting to the point where everything looks beautiful in general no matter what you play it on so like if you play uncharted on a ps4 if it's running at 30 frames per second okay it's not 60 but it still looks amazing like if you look at like the character art and like the the environment and stuff it looks beautiful the thing about the next generation and that we've kind of been hearing rumors about it too. And we've seen a tech demo from PlayStation is loading time specifically. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be their huge focus. Xbox has mentioned it too. They want to make it so that you're not stuck waiting. You know, that's like the big tagline. Why wait to play your game? You know, that kind of thing. Um, Just wait I, till wait for it to download instead. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Install it now for an hour and a half and then you don't have to wait at all. Uh, but um I feel like that's going to be a big deal. I mean, I think that and, and frame rates in general are going to be a big deal because now we're getting to the point where we're so impressed by graphical fidelity in games, um, at least from like the largest like AAA games that come out. Like, you know, we see them and we're like, we're, we're impressed by how they look. You know, I feel like they're getting to a point now where we're not going to see too much more improvement in the near future in terms of graphical fidelity at that point. I feel like we're going to be seeing a more of a focus on on um, performance in frame rate and performance in loading times 
they've specifically mentioned and there was like that one spider-man demo on on the uh the ps4 uh, or ps5 yeah dev kit, kind of where they had the loading times thing and it zoomed through the city and every there was like very little texture pop in like everything was like ready to go right right as it was going through mm-hmm. um there's been mentions of like uh, solid state drives as being a standard across the whole console generation now. It should be. Um, they and, should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's gotten to the point now that solid state drive technology is has like further surpassed any kind of mechanical hard drives. So like, and they've know, gotten cheaper a lot. Yeah, cheaper. they've gotten a lot cheaper. It's the same thing with RAM that happened a little while ago too. Um, and so it, it makes sense that they're going to focus on on loading times, and I feel like frame rate would come along with that too. Just going back to my earlier point, um, just because you know graphical fidelity has come so far, like we're at a point now where everything looks gorgeous. Um, so why not make that more stable? Um, whether it's thirty or sixty FPS, you know, um, there should if, be if no you're on the lock card, or, no more thirty. Thirty should be gone. <laughs> I personally don't mind, but I like both. I like sixty more. But I don't want to hear like any both. of that crap. I don't hear any more of that. Uh, we did it for cinematography <laughs> or cinema. No, no, it has to be sixty. Stop it. Don't give us that lie. Yeah. Don't say that because it, it, the game runs like crap on the console. Stop it. Just yeah. sixty frames per second, unless you're at four K. Yeah. Sixty frames per second to AP. No more of that garbage. Stop. Yeah. But I feel especially, like that's going to be their main focus. Especially though. when you are saying this rivals a PC. This rivals a three thousand dollar game PC, which a never going to happen. Yeah, that's just marketing buzz. All the people that are saying this need to stop. There's no way in hell a Zen two is going to compete with a damn game PC with an RTX twenty eighty Ti and the top of the line Intel processor or the top of the line AMD processor. Just stop. That's not happening. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that's going to be the main focus is frame rate and loading times. Um, just because we've seen such such progress in like graphical fidelity in general, we've got like photo scan faces, like uh, motion capture is like so like buttery smooth now. Like that's just like the main. Like you, you see very literal games now that they are like, or at least AAA games, I will say, very little AAA games that are like programmed like movements themselves and stuff like that. We're seeing a lot more just like in general motion capture. There's bigger studios that are coming out where people have more space to act. Um, Actors are like living in more like dynamic worlds now. So like things are bigger, they're doing more things. Scenes are longer, you know, Death Stranding is a good example. Cutscenes in that game are like <laughs> they they, oh, they last a long what? time. Speaking <laughs> they of last Death a long time. I can't wait to see the PC version next year. That's gonna be amazing. Oh boy. Yes. Oh boy. I was <laughs> the game looks beautiful. You know, it, it's only gonna look much better when it comes out on PC. It's gonna look beautiful. Beautiful. So good. Uh yeah. But I feel like that's gotta be their main focus is load times and frame rates for sure. And you know, that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, this oh man, just talking about the next generation of consoles has me hyped. Um, I feel so bad from a bank account because it's gonna be like, honey, what happened to the money? Um, yeah. I brought these things called gaming consoles and they're in my office, and I'll see you next year. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have work to do. Shuts the door. Yeah, I got stuff. I yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. whatever. All right. Uh last topic before we go. Uh, we did say this week is going to be very low, really slow, and yeah, it has been slow. There has okay, so let me back up. There was a report from Jason from Kotaku, Jason Schreier. Or I always pronounce his name wrong. Schreier, Schreier. I, I swear it's Schreier. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> I, I always put your name in, and he talked about that when the PlayStation Five comes out, there will be some first party games that will be. This is probably the worst bad way to say it exclusive to the playstation 5 meaning there will be games that only play in the playstation 5 they won't be next they won't be cross compatible with the playstation 4 which makes sense you know you've got games that are coming out that will be cross-generation games they work they were going to playstation 4 they were going to playstation 5 and apparently some people are upset about that and it you know it, it doesn't make any sense to be honest with you when when sony drops the new playstation when Microsoft drops the new Xbox, yes, they want existing users to be able to play their old games on these new consoles, but at the same time, that kind of hampers them to make you realize or to get you to understand that you want these new consoles because of the stuff that they can do. So 
if you said, hey, I could play Gran Turismo 5 on the PlayStation 4 and on the PlayStation 5, okay, that's great. But if I'm playing on PlayStation 5, I'm not going to see any added bonus, any reason to play it. If they play identical, is there any compelling reason to get the PlayStation 5? Yeah, see, that's the thing. And, like, I just, I feel like sometimes this these kind of arguments can get blown out of proportion. Because I feel like a lot of the times people who do complain, it kind of gets into this area where they think it's, like, you know, the games that sometimes have annual releases, like things like Call of Duty, like they think those kinds of games will just be exclusive to the PS5 and something that you'll never have access to. I feel like people blow that out of the proportion because they're just like, oh, I don't want to buy this new console yet, but the my, the latest Call of Duty is going to come out or whatever other annual release I want, like my sports games or something like that. I'm not going to be able to buy it now. I have to wait another year or something. Um, you know, I feel like people look at that and they think that's what's going to happen. I feel like it's usually the the bigger first party enthusiast games because i will say at least for like a general audience i feel like there are games that will come out on the ps5 only that they will be willing to buy the new console for simply because you know they are enthusiast level they're going to buy the new console anyway i feel like it's just it it seems like an issue that's being blown out of proportion for no reason like why why would they ever take like an annual release like Call of Duty or or you know your sports games or anything like that? Why would they make that exclusive to the new console the year it comes out? Like it it, it just wouldn't make sense. I feel I, like it's, they never would do it. A third party company would never do that. But they yeah. would never do it. Because they, they know they're gonna make money on both sides anyway. Why right. wouldn't they? And it's it's not gonna be that much harder to develop them for both, I feel like. They're obviously more effort put into having it released, you know, simultaneously. Or if it's delayed or what have you, I don't know. Um, but even then, it's just like, you know, there's money to be had on both sides. Because you know there's going to be people who don't buy the, the new console right away. That's for sure. I mean, people are going to wait because they want to wait for a sale or they just don't have the money right now. Or they're just going to wait till next year when more games come out, you know. Um, it just it wouldn't make sense for them to do that. You know, it's just the, the major first party games are going to be the ones that, you know, they're going to be hype builders for the new console anyway. So why would you, why would you release them simultaneously if if it's going to look better on the new console first of all, um, and if you make it exclusive, it's going to be a console seller. So it doesn't make sense that those kind of games would be cross gen. But you have your games that are annual releases, third party developers who are who may be coming out at the end of that year. You know, they for for sure be willing to put them on both consoles because it's just going to make them more money. It just wouldn't make sense for them. I, I just think, you know, like you said, the whole argument is getting blown out of proportion. I do think that a new console needs a selling point. If there is going to be a first-party game that sells this console, if it shows you uh, the power of this console and you can't play it on your older console because it's not a cross-generation game, oh, well, these this is what they need to do. Sony wants to sell a shit ton of PlayStation 5s. You know, Microsoft wants to sell a boatload of, of new Xboxes. They're going to give you games that are only playable. Well, maybe not Xbox, but Sony definitely. They're going to give you, they're going to show you games that, hey, only on PlayStation 5. And you know what? That sells games. There is going to be a game that is going to be exclusive for the PlayStation 5, and you're going to want it. And you're going to have to go buy that console. And <laughs> that's the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, like, a great example. I mean, there are so many games now that are. And again, exclusive is a bad word. Only playable on a PlayStation 4 that you can't play on a PlayStation 3. Because if you keep making games that are cross-generation, you're putting yourself in it bind. You don't want that. Look what happened with Watch Dogs. When Watch Dogs first came out, it was PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and it was terrible. They had to work on a game so much to get it to an acceptable level. Look at what they did for the new Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs Legion. It was going to be cross-generation, and now all of a sudden, it's delayed. And when I say cross-generation, they said it's going to work on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, but it will work on a new game, the new consoles. Yeah. But now it's delayed. We don't know why it's delayed. Well, because it doesn't come out anytime soon. And the new consoles don't come out till next year. So, yeah. Well, I mean, weird. Breakpoint didn't do well. So that's a big, that's that, probably a big uh, factor. Because I imagine they, they were on a similar publishing schedule or developer schedule. And so I imagine with Breakpoint coming out, having a lot of issues, people complaining about oh it, saying they, they you didn't enjoy it. You can buy Breakpoint you know. for $20 right now. Yeah, that's insane to think Holy about. Holy crap. The it, game's like, like two months old? It didn't come out that long ago. When did Breakpoint release? Because that got anthemed. 
How about that? Holy crap. When, got, did, when did it get released? That got even more October than Anthem. 4th. Like, October at least, 4th. Yeah. Like, Anthem got coverage. Breakpoint got coverage for like a week, and it died out faster than Anthem ever would. Because like, wow. at least even Anthem, people are saying, oh, we're going to make it better. We're going to make it better. We keep working on it. And, you know, it, it keeps getting coverage. Like, Breakpoint just died within a week, and nobody has ever talked about it since. Like, that game is gone. Even the few, like, bits of coverage it has been, it's just been this one interview where somebody said, oh, we're working on it. We're going to make it better. And that's it. I've never I heard don't any, care. anything yeah. about that since we haven't heard about any new features. Anything I mean, like the rate that. I saw something yeah. a week ago that hey, the rate's coming out soon, and, and I'm like, do well, see, you have the people that really want to play this anymore? Well, see, that's, that's the thing <laughs> who cares about the raids? They already said they were going to come out with raids before the game even came out. It's not a new thing, they're just coming out with it now soon, and nobody's still playing the game anymore. And yeah, if they are, they're kind of crazy. <laughs> the review scores weren't very good either. They were wow. No. Destructoid gave it a ten out of three out of ten. Uh GameStop or GameSpot using it. Gave it a four. IGN, I think he gave it a four, was it? Five? No, six. He gave it a six. Yeah, yeah. It was five or six. <laughs> yeah. You see. It, it did not did do good. I mean, and it's also to point out like four, it's 40 out of 100 on PC gamer. God, this game did bad. Yeah. And, like, it's good to point out that it's not necessarily, like, performance-wise, it was knocked down a lot. Because just the game, the way the game was developed itself, too, was not great. Like, the story kind of took, like, a, like a back burner. Um, it was just kind of like, here's a checkbox, and here's a couple things you can go find. Go find it. And then it was just, like, the same stuff over mm-hmm. and over again. It was It's just like Far Cry. Like, they took Far Cry and just, like, here's an outpost you can get. Do you know what you get? You Guess what you get for taking over an outpost? <laughs> like... More XP and get better guns, but no new guns, just better versions of the guns you already. Have. Yeah, it's break just point, like come break on. point was very was was very frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting off topic. Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, that, that was bad. But but getting back to the whole having games that are exclusive to a new console, I, I think it's I think it's a necessary evil. If you want to sell consoles, if you want to sell that system. You need games to showcase that system, and that's simply it. Yeah, there's there's no getting around that. Yeah, and it just you know I feel like people will will want to think that like oh there's no new games coming out for my system that I've had for five years. Like no, it's not necessarily true. It's just going to be the big te- the big ticket games that are going to sell the new console when it first comes out. And it's also important to point out that that you know like. Xbox and Sony, they sell their consoles at a loss because the games are what makes the most money. Yep. That's how they profit everything. So, like, they want to sell those consoles off because they know they're not going to make much money off them in general because they're sold at a loss on purpose so that you buy the games. That's how they make their most money. So it's like, you know, they're going to try to have these big-ticket games exclusive for those consoles to make that money back so that they can continue, you know, supporting and making other games in the future that come out to that system so that they buy the system. You know, it's just they're trying to get rid of those that initial run of games or initial run of consoles as soon as possible so that they have the money to continue supporting the system in the future. So it, it makes sense for them to have these big ticket items that are only on this new console. You know, they want you to buy that new console. Why wouldn't you? You know, that kind of thing. Um, so it only makes sense. I just feel like people uh, don't want to play FIFA 2020 on the new console. They want to play it on their PS4. Like, you're probably going to be able to. I, there's no reason why that third-party developer wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be an interesting time. That's all I gotta say. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I can't wait. I'm just That's, excited to see what's new. I want the new games. Yeah, I want the new games. I want yeah. the I want I want these systems to to blow me away. I want these systems to be like, you know what, Keith? Here, this is why you're buying these systems. You love your PC gaming, but this is why you need this new PlayStation. This is why, well, new PlayStation. Not so much the Xbox because the whole Microsoft PC initiative. So I'll get my Xbox Scarlet games on my pc yeah and i'll be happy um but yeah i i, I want to see what sony gets with the playstation i, yeah. I definitely i definitely want to see that and not to go off on a weird tangent but i feel like that's like, like another weird thing i don't i feel no need to buy an xbox anymore i have a pc and like if i need to upgrade i'll get a better pc like the that's the one weird issue with play anywhere is that like i don't really need an xbox anymore you know, unless like the new Halo is not going to be in the Play Anywhere initiative, but even though they've said that it would be, so 
That's the only weird thing I don't get. Is oh, yeah. If Hell Infinite is definitely coming on PC. They already said that. It's going to be yeah. PC. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Like, that's the only weird thing. I, like, I get that there's, like, the price gap between PC and Xbox. Obviously, Xbox is going to be cheaper. Um, but that's the only weird thing I, I, don't, I never understood is that, like, if you have a PC, why would you get an Xbox? You're just right. going to be able to get the same games and stuff. Like, I feel like that's the only, like, major thing between PS4 and Xbox that's a little weird in terms of, like, how things, like, pan out when they're sold. Like, you know, people will probably buy more PlayStations on, on that as, like, one of the main factors. Like, if I have a PC, why would I need an Xbox? You know, that kind of thing. That's just the only and weird thing. It's not going to be a and big And that's what, factor, what Microsoft but. was trying to do in the first place, though, well, eventually. Hey, yeah. you can still play your games if you got this kick-ass PC. You don't need to buy a new system. You can still play these games, and we'll still make money off of you. I mean, Look at Game Pass. Yeah. You literally don't need to buy games anymore. You have Game Pass. Yeah. And I wonder if that factors into how many consoles they make in general. Probably not a huge factor, but I imagine that they take that into account. Like how many people are like, I'm PC only. I don't need an Xbox because I don't, I'll just buy their games anyway. It's just, it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird concept. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely weird. Um, but Microsoft has a handle on it. They, they know exactly what they're doing. And yeah. I have to see that, uh, yeah, they're doing their thing finally. They're, they're finally making sense. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, Josh has been saying it for a while. I think that's his catchphrase. He doesn't need to buy an Xbox anymore because he has a PC. Yeah. yeah. So this is. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it's interesting times, unless the ports are terrible, which I think. Well, yeah. We've had a few of those. <laughs> or, or the. I mean, God, we're going off. We are way off, off the topic. <laughs> Who cares? Good example again is. All these Xbox games that were once exclusive to Xbox, not on PC, and they're not just on PC, uh, they're on Xbox Microsoft Store, and now they're on Steam. Yeah, that's another Which is on thing. Steam. Yeah. The whole Master Chief collection is on Steam. We've Halo never had, okay. It's supposed to come to Steam. Last thing we had on PC for Halo is Halo 2. Like yeah. They had Halo online, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, Only I mean, if you're from Russia. <laughs> and they, they already said, you know, more games are coming to Steam. More Xbox games are coming to Steam. It's like Microsoft gets it finally that we want yeah. these games on Steam. They understand it now. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh this is this is a good time for, for PC gamers that are that like their Xbox games. Uh, yeah. yeah. The next Forza will be on PC. Next Horizon will be on PC. Every upcoming Xbox game from Xbox Studios is on PC. Outer World is on PC. Yeah. If you didn't want to buy an Epic Game Store, you can get it on the Xbox Game Store on PC. It's also on PC Game Pass too. That's another yeah. big thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a good time to be a PC a good, gamer. You yeah. got a good PC. That's all I gotta say. Yep. Yeah. So uh we have reached the end of our show. We told you it's gonna be pretty short this week. It's definitely short. Uh, only an hour. <laughs> an hour? <laughs> it's oh, still man. a good length, but yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad, guys. Uh Closing, closing arguments, closing to- topics, uh, topics. Jesus Christ, spring gone. Final <laughs> topics, final topics. What do you got to say before you go? Oh, only other thing is our next show will be about the game awards. Uh, we yeah. were thinking about doing a pre show, but I don't think we're gonna do that. I think we'll just we'll wait till uh, this next weekend coming up because then we'll be talking about who won, you know, the nominees and stuff, and we'll go from there. Well, um, why Jedi, why Star Wars Jedi Fall Order got snubbed, snubbed. why it's not in yeah. there. You know, I why is Jeff Shannon going to win all the freaking awards? I don't yeah. think it won't win. Not that I think it's a bad nominee or anything like that. It's certainly a good one. It's going to win everything. Yeah. It's going to win everything. Trust me. It's going to win everything. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Next show, we, we will be talking about who did win and uh, going through that. So that'll be probably our main topic next uh, next week. Well, we're going to try and see if we can get a couple of people to just live stream it we'll just stream it here and we'll talk about it but i know last time we tried that it got too chaotic and maybe we don't want to do that oh, people gosh, won't stop talking that, um... people won't shut up it's like shut up i'm trying to hear so we'll see about that oh, also yeah. uh the Sixers beat the cavaliers i'm sorry the six beat the cavaliers the other day and they beat the raptors tonight they're doing good yeah, keep man. it up philly keep it up all right i'm done i, I haven't followed basketball and so they're long. doing better <laughs> oh my god they're doing better they're doing a lot better than i expect them to do yeah so yeah all right folks i'm gonna roll the credits and then we're gonna get the hell out of here so uh thanks for stopping by and you can always find this podcast on audible.com on spotify on google Podcasts, 
iTunes Podcast, wherever podcasts are. Also find us on YouTube. You can also check at, out theouterhaven.net. And theouterhaven.net. Yeah. We should probably make that a lot right bigger. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> check out our news there and our reviews. Anime, gaming, manga, movies, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool personalities there. Uh, man, this is getting longer and longer. Check out the um, Nintendo Entertainment Podcast, another gaming podcast. We have great Nintendo news from those guys. They are Nintendo nuts. Nuts, yeah. They, 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 yeah they'll, they'll like nuts. Words. Yep. Uh-huh. Nuts. They love Nintendo. Good word. <laughs> uh, and... Um, that's it, unless I missed anything, which I'm pretty sure I did. So thanks for watching. Mm-hmm. Comments in the comments. Let us know what you thought. Like it, hate us. We don't care. Tell us in the comments below. All right, we are getting out of here. Good night, everybody.